on TV, online and on your smartphone. This is Ticker News. This isn't an episode of Black Mirror, though you could be fooled for thinking it is. It's not April 1 either. It's the Apple event of 2023. Apparently, it's about to change your world. In a minute, we head to Apple Park. I'm Aaron Young. Let's get started. Now, from our headquarters at Ticker Park, this is Ticker Today. Okay, so it's not often that Apple releases a brand new product, so we thought it was worth devoting an entire show to. Welcome to the future, as we're told, of the world, at least how you watch, feel, and communicate with it. Apple describes the Vision Pro headset as a revolutionary spatial computer that seamlessly blends digital content with the physical world. The device features a new operating system that features a 3D interface. You can watch movies, scroll through apps, pretty much anything, everything you do on your phone, but you don't need a device in your hand. And you use your eyes. Here's Apple's Tim Cook. We believe Apple Vision Pro is a revolutionary product with the performance, immersion, and capability that only Apple can deliver. Apple Vision Pro, together with Vision OS, introduces an entirely new spatial computing platform, a platform that presents incredible possibilities for our users and exciting new opportunities for our developers. Okay, but as usual with Apple, there's a catch, and also, as usual, the catch is the price. The Vision Pro starts at $3,500 and is only available in U.S. retail stores from next year. It comes as Meta licks its wounds, having spent billions trying to make the Meta world commercially viable. So why is Apple different? Let's head right now to Apple Park to tech commentator Trevor Long, who's standing by. Trevor, you've got the best job in the world. What was your first reaction when you saw the Vision Pro? Uh, good morning. Yeah, my first reaction was actually better than I thought it was going to be. I'm not a massive fan of VR, Aaron, so I don't like the idea of being encased in something and, you know, blocking out the real world. This is different. The idea is you can see the real world. Its biggest competitor actually isn't going to be Facebook's Meta Oculus or even the HTC Vive. It will be Microsoft's HoloLens, which is more of a, I can see the world and have interactive things within it. So, my first reaction was, this is better than I thought. Um, then I saw the price and thought, that's not good. And then I physically saw it. I, could, I didn't get to put it on, but it's a, again, it's at what Apple does. It's a beautiful product. So there is some, some genuine hope there. Yeah, it uh, looks like it's a nicer looking product, of course. Disney Plus gave a good example of how it actually works. What did you think of their demo? Yeah, I thought that was really interesting and a really important thing for Apple to bring in someone like Disney, a big partner like that, so that we know that from the get-go, and this might be available until next year, you'll see things like Disney+, Plus. you'll be able to see movies, and also we're talking about 3D again. I know it feels weird to go back 10 years, but we're talking about having an immersive experience. So Disney's got a lot of content. They'll have 3D content they want to bring into that experience. And so it'll essentially be a reason to go Vision Pro to get the immersive experience of a particular movie as opposed to just the big screen experience. So it's important to have those partners with big products like this. So three and a half thousand US dollars it starts at, that's 5,000 Australian dollars uh, given the current uh, AUD to USD. Um, what are your thoughts on the price? Is it out of reach? 
it's out of reach for 95% of people who might have even thought about doing this. You've got to remember, Facebook's Oculus Quest is uh, under $1,000. I think it's $800, $600. And it's a great experience for gaming and entertainment. But this is very different. And I think even Apple would argue that. And I think the critical thing here is this is a decade of research. It's got more cameras and sensors than any other on the market. So they probably justified that way. It has the power of a Mac computer built into it. So the price can be justified by looking at those things but it can't be justified against its competitors. And that's where Apple needs to go. We're building a new market here. We're building something very new. And remember Apple Vision Pro. So in five years from today, we'll be talking about the Apple Vision and will that be a consumer-friendly $1,500 product? Uh, we won't know for a long time. Yeah, well, who do you think will actually use this? Because, you know, the meta version, people didn't have legs in the meta world, which confused a lot of mm. people. Then the idea was that it makes, you know, these sorts of chats like I'm having with you, the, the Zoom chats that many people have all the time. But most people who are doing Zoom chats for work generally just want to kind of hang in the background. They don't want to add yeah. something to the process. So who would actually use this? I think it's a great point. And Aaron, let me, let's be clear. Apple did not mention the words metaverse, and, and that's critical because it's, it's not where they're heading. They're heading to a, uh, an environment where we augment reality. And so I think the initial uses are going to be developers. There will be some amazing enter enterprise uses for this in business where, you know, training uh, applications for, for fixing things, mechanics, things like that could be amazing in this space. But I think, frankly, it's a end exclusive product for people who want to experience entertainment and computing in a whole new way. We all thought that, I guess, the minority report, all the big screens around us would be the way of the future. But in fact, those screens are actually just going to be on our face. That's the future of computing. Apple call it spatial computing. So I don't know that the market is big for this, but uh, there's certainly a market. Yeah, they've got to make it a market and not just for blokes. They've got to make it something that women are going to want to use as well. Is this the sort of device that maybe at the end of the day, kids are gone to bed or you finish work and you just want to lie in bed and instead of looking over at your laptop or holding your device, you can watch a movie while lying down. Is that the idea? Absolutely. And you'll notice in, in the keynote, there was there was two key characters. One of them was a, a man who was at his desk working and in kind of the kitchen working and doing things. And then there was a, a young woman who was sitting on a couch. And so it was a different, very different use case. I think the idea of putting it on once the kids are in bed and immersing themselves in a, a show or some content or some entertainment is very different. It's got high-end audio built in, spatial audio. So it's more than just what you see. It's about the experience. So Again, we won't know until, and the point of this event is developers, thousand developers here and many more watching around the world. They're the ones that are going to make this. If we look back to 2007 when Steve Jobs announced the iPhone, a phone, uh, an iPod and an internet communicator, it's so much more than that today because of the way developers created things for it. So it's the developers who will build the future of this platform. I'm obviously thinking about poor old Mark Zuckerberg today. What do you think he'll be thinking right now? I think a rising tide lifts all boats. And if Mark Zuckerberg's smart, he'll think, hey, we were there first, we're, we're working on it. And so I think companies like HTC and Meta will be happy that this exists and it brings more attention to the VR space, but they'll also look at it and go, oh geez, that's that's a lot better than what we're doing. They'll, they'll say it's negative because of the price. They'll say negative things about it internally, but in the end, it's a far better product than anything else that's come before it, um, but it comes at a price. 
Apple, this is the first event in eight years that they've released a new product, something of this significance. What happened to the Apple car? What happened to the Apple TV? Also, high price, low margin areas that Apple was believed to be entering, throwing a lot of resources at it, never came to fruition. Why would they choose a headset over a car or a TV? Well, I think the, the TV one's easy to answer. They, they realised that building screens was, was a waste of time when you can just build a little box and sell that to every single home for people that already had a, had a screen. So that the Apple TV product is actually genius in that sense. The Apple car, if it was ever going to be a thing, that is a huge investment. You think Tesla's doing well, but the, it's an expensive exercise to build cars. So I think that it's right for them to focus on the software that's within cars. That's where they're heading. This, though, I think they've been looking at this, I think it was four or five years ago at this same event, they were talking about augmented reality in iPhones. We know Apple are, are kind of addicted to augmented reality and the idea of having a, a, a virtual thing in a physical space. This is just the, the fruition, that coming to fruition uh, as a new product. Is the Vision Pro an iPhone killer? I mentioned that it's a bit like everything you can do on a phone, except you don't need to hold it in your hand. Is this the thing we know that iPhone sales, you know, there's been a bit of a struggle. We're getting to the stage where the device that you have, how do you improve on this? It feels like it's been the same for ages. Will this kill the iPhone? I don't think it kills the iPhone for a decade. Uh, the iPhone will kill itself by going to a different format, like a, a foldable flip, and things like the Apple Watch will take over. My, my personal belief is that things like the watch will be where content comes to us, like internet and all those things, um, and screens will be the way we consume it. So an iPad or Vision Pro. So there is a time in the future where we don't need to carry around a screen, but we turn to a screen when needed, and that may be where the Vision Pro comes in in the long future. Are you going to buy one? Uh, no. I, I look forward to getting one to test and play with, but there's no way my wife would be happy if I spent three and a half thousand US dollars on a thing that I stick on my face and ignore the family. So I think and that's by and that now, mate, is genuinely the you, challenge. By now, I would have thought you worked out you're meant to tell her it's for her, but you'll look after it. Trevor Long <laughs> at Apple Park, appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Cheers, Aaron. Okay, and that is the show for now. Head to tickernews.co for more. I'm Aaron Young. I do hope to see you soon.